be the loudest. There I am. Now I'm here. There okay. Um, so would we like to introduce ourselves? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, Max, you my first. My name is Max. Uh, CLB is my DJ alias. That's why. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Jake. I actually have been here before as Ellipsis, but now I'm just kind of crashing and bothering you guys. We like that. Yeah. We like that. You brought beer. And I, I am the host go by just jerry you can just call me jerry though that's what's confusing about my name is i say my name is just jerry but mm-hmm. the whole name is just jerry yeah so confusing well I, it's I confusing question. yeah i like i'm it gonna like call that. you just i was thinking about that for a second and i was like kind of pretentious i don't know it doesn't <laughs> doesn't ring you know what i think about though it's like when you're at a show, you're like at Lala or something, you're like, yo, yeah, I'm going to see uh, fucking Just. It's like, just doesn't sound good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? They, they, they'd be like asking, like, Just. Who, yeah, you know, like, what? Gotta, yeah, right. Just Flume. Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm going to see Ellipsis. I'm going to see CLB. Like, those hit. Like, you feel like you're going to have a good time at those mm-hmm. shows. Right. Just sounds like some kind of performance art piece right. that's just not. It's interesting you say that because I feel weird about my name and like I know Max has talked about this a couple times Mm -hmm. with his. We've both talked about like rebranding or like coming up with something different and Mm -hmm. for me personally it's just like it's just what people know me as. Yeah I think we're too far deep where it's just like it'd be kind of a waste and I don't want to start from scratch again so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although like Cam Shush is no longer Shush. He's he's figuring out what he wants to be but right now he's Cam. He's just Cam? He's just Cam or Camden like I don't know. Like he's kind of he's kind of homeless on music name right now, but <laughs> we'll, he's figuring it out. Yeah, that's tricky. I mean, you just got to stick with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on their own adventure, I guess. <clears throat> true, true. All right, so I'm gonna start out. I uh, had a modification to the podcast. I asked you at the end a certain question, and I've changed it so now that's in the start. Okay. So the question is for Max. Okay. What was your first concert? I believe it was, I think it was Bare Naked Ladies. It was what? Like, it was like an no. old, yeah, like, <laughs> I want to say 2011. I think they're, uh, it was Taste of Chicago. They usually have a band. So I've seen multiple great bands mm-hmm. at Taste of Chicago. First yeah. one was Bare Naked Ladies. Um, it was amazing. I used to listen to them when I was like a, a kid. Did they like, play One Week or what? what's that song? It's been uh, One Week. Oh, yeah, that, that, right? yeah, of course they did. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I also saw Weezer at the Taste of Chicago while eating a massive turkey leg. That's kind of hard. One of the peaks of my life. It was great. Okay, okay. Very interesting. I've never been to the Taste. I've always heard that it gets kind of ratchet, which I'm like, what? It does for some reason. I don't know why. It's kind of fun, though. I mean, it's just food and drinks and music, so. Yeah. I timed it right once, and my cousin and I went with, like, 40 bucks and just, like, demolished every station, and we're in and out in, like, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So, Jeez. like, if you strategize and, like, are ready to hurt yourself with food, you can have yeah. fun. Yeah, you gotta have a game plan going in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Lala, but, like, for food. Yeah. I mean, it's literally in the same place. It's the exact same is. thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's in Grant Park. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, like, the same exact layout, except with just massive tents for food. It's amazing. Interesting. Okay. Well. It's if Lala cared Good about locals. Yeah. See, this is why I do this, so we can learn. Right, yeah. I've learned so much already. Um, so, the second question is, what was the most impactful concert Ooh, that I'll you've been to that. ever? I want to say 
I actually want to say it was probably, so I went to EDC two years ago. It was, uh, no, it was 2017. It was, uh, I saw um, Drum Code is like a label. It's like a techno label. It's Adam Bayer's massive, massive dude. And uh, that year I... Um, Sorry. Is that from this? I think it is, yeah. Oh, it totally is here. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, <laughs> I'll splice this. Here, actually, we can do this. Anyway, so we were saying the oh, most yeah. impactful concert. Yes, yeah, so I've been to a, a million million shows in my life, but um, I think the most impactful was this uh, drum code um, set at EDC. So it was just like all these crazy techno guys. And the, the reason it was the most impactful um, show that I've ever seen was, so it was like, I went in like not knowing anything about it, about techno at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to go experience something that I had never experienced before. So I spent about six hours just in this sweaty techno tent and it really opened up kind of my, um, my ears. I, I never really listened to stuff outside of my, um, my focus, what I was working on music wise. Um, what, what was that? At the time, it was Jersey Club for the most part, um, okay. and I was like, I thought techno was stupid and pretentious. Um, so I was like, all right, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna spend a day at the techno stage and then another uh, day at the hard style stage. Oh, dude! Right. So like two just things I'd never thought I'd listen to, and the reason I really, um, really enjoyed those sets was, like I said, it really just opened my ears. Like, oh, there's really there's really interesting music out there that I just shut my ears to. So mm-hmm. now it kind of, it changed my whole entire pro- approach about especially producing. Cause now I go out of my way to like, I'll listen to like bluegrass or something. And I'll listen to the percussion. I'm like, Oh cool. There's this really cool bell or something that I can bring over to my tracks or I don't know. It's, it's kind of expanding your palette. Um, mm-hmm. So that was probably, the most impactful kind of thing that I've ever been to. What about techno was like eye opening? It's so simple and mm-hmm. so basic because mm-hmm. and like we we always talk about this. Me and Jake, and I'm um, sure you do too. But it's just overthinking ideas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when you have such a stripped down thing, it's just like a kick, uh, hi hat, a clap. Uh, they take the hi hat away for sixty four bars, and they bring it back. Everyone and screams. It's like, literally yeah. Don't forget like the incoherent sentence that's like part of the section. With, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just green velvet talking about some random shit, dude. <laughs> like, oh my god. It's like, oh my god. I went to the grocery store and got sushi, and then the drum comes and back, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so how was the hard style? Action. It was fucking hilarious and uh-huh. awesome at the same time because it's 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 literally just 150 BPM just in your face kick drums and right. it's just so loud and distorted and it uh, has super cheesy super saws and anime girls as uh-huh. their pre vocal jobs and I honestly had a blast because everyone there looked like they were having the time of their life mm-hmm. and like that was the moment where I like, where I realized oh like. It's not really my thing, but I totally get this now. Uh-huh. And I had a blast. I saw Brennan Hart, which is like this massive hard sell guy. Uh, I've never listened to him ever like afterwards, but for that <laughs> for that hour and a half of a set, I that was so much fun. Everyone's so into it and they were just like 
tell me like, oh, no, now you get it. And I was like, yeah, I do get it now. Yeah, it's like some people are like, yeah, like I'll show them like a hard bass track and they'll be like, yeah, this would be really cool live. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I showed someone in a hard style track that listens to like pop music, they'd just be like, I don't know you when you listen to this. <laughs> like, no. what is this for? Dude, honestly, running to hard style is good. It is really It's good. like a 100%. really good BPM to yeah, run it. Pace, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the fact that you guys work together. Yeah, that's, that's so silly. I got you like pretty fat uh, hiring yeah, bonus, right? Because he got me the job. It was really funny. So last summer, Max and I were kind of talking about like, oh, you should like move out of your, like you were living at your parents. Right. I was like, oh, come back to the city. Like, I'll get you a job. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Uh, and then my girlfriend and I at the time went to Portland. And when we came back, I fucked up her parking. So like her car got towed and I was like, oh, I no. really need money. So oh, I was like, is, yeah. that, is that why you were like, you yeah. kept telling you, Max, you should really like, apply hey, for hey, hiring. Hey, I was like, all right, cool. So that was, I mean, like it's also just like I wanted to like work with you because yeah. we're great friends and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh shoot, I'm really glad that worked. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, but it's it's really fun and like Max literally keeps me sane at work because like I'm at the point now where I'm there and like I have been there for so long that they rely on me for a lot of things mm-hmm. so people are messaging me important shit all day and like i'll just get something from max and it's just like some stupid meme that like nobody else will appreciate and i'm <sighs> like this is so good and like i'll do the same and like it's also funny because we have like a meme chat among our team and max and i just like carry all the oh weight god it's so bad like they like they literally post gifts of rebecca black every friday like uh-huh. they're, they're like level one internet yeah like, oh yeah it's it's bad and max and i are like just way up here <laughs> you guys are like <laughs> next level though in a sense i mean it's kind it, of is sad it like producer really stuff upsetting. or is it like just no it's hard like just me. really bad shit posts that like yeah. we like I'm trying to think of like the one you sent me today that was just like a frog walking on two legs. It was like the funniest thing to me. <laughs> and like there's no there's no like secret punchline. It's right. just like that's that's it. That's I, it was, yeah. uh, I was talking to my roommate who uh, kind of has the same disease that we have. We call it irony poisoning uh-huh. because like I don't know what's it's funny so anymore bad. because I started laughing at a bunch of shit because it's ironic, right? Yeah. And then it's like it's like um. <clears throat> But we're so beyond irony now. Exactly, like, we're we're irony poison right now. Absurd. Yeah, I don't know what's funny anymore. Like I, I see just a like a picture of like a tomato and yeah, and, and like, it's just dude. And, a, and I have no, it's hilarious. I have like, no what? barometer either because like I've literally seen some of our coworkers like this one dude. Literally, I don't even know if you were at an employee at the time, but he like sat down at the table with like all of our other coworkers mm-hmm. like at that big long table, and said like, "Oh, it's Friday, Junior." And everybody just busted to get laughing, and I'm like, "Wait, was I supposed to appreciate <laughs> oh, that? God. Like, is oh, that a joke?" <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Just trying to like gauge my sense of humor with like people I don't talk to regularly is so bizarre. Yeah, no, I and feel I like an insane person. Well, I feel like the memes that these people are posting are like, like maybe your mom would laugh at it or something. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, not like they saw it on Facebook and they thought it was funny. So they literally yeah. last week they discovered Super Hot Fire. Oh, oh that's God. right. They did. <laughs> Max and I are like, wait, is this is this real, dude? That's probably like part of the joke is that you guys are just like, wait, are you guys that far behind right? on this? I, mean, like, I think that came out literally ten years ago. 
Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah it's it's in, like, 360p on YouTube. Like, it's ancient. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of, like, one of the first, when I think of, like, the first YouTube videos. It's not actually yeah. there, but, like, right, it's right. just, it's old. It's an inherently classic YouTube video. Yeah. yeah. So, besides memeing at work, you guys do any, like, production talk? Like, I feel so, like it would be hard not to. Yeah. We yeah. talk a little bit. Like, Max and I will message each other all day about, like, oh, man, I can't wait to get home and work on this beat. We'll mm-hmm. send each other the whips we worked on the night before. Mm-hmm. We've also, like, gotten really good at, like, just, like, crunching on, like, the lunch break. Where yeah. We're just, like, yeah, I'll see that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. we got an hour, so we're, like, oh, we're, fuck, like, we gotta go. do this. That's yeah. kind of awesome that you just yeah. have and to crunch. Yeah. He's, like, he'll he's the dude that brings his own food. I always go out and get something. So Max will be, like, Respect. he'll, like, bring one and then just like grab it and then like be sitting and working on shit for an hour yeah i kind of feel bad for the people that sit around us because i'm sure all they hear is me just making really loud distorted serum bases <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like shit and they're just like what the hell is going on yeah what are your co-workers do they know they can tell like they can look at our computers and like cfl and ableton yeah. and like they're like they're on they're making beats they just have no interest in like yeah. interacting with that at all do they are there any other like producers or like no. DJs at your work? No. It's just there, one guy. Um, he asked me if I listened to uh, Injuna Beats, and I kind of do a little bit, and that I was like the tight. that was the only thing. There's like <laughs> you both were just like yeah. I was literally oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And he was like yeah. I think that a was week the end ago, of the conversation. <laughs> a week ago, I pointed out to Max. One of our coworkers was like she called all of it techno oh yeah she's like mm-hmm. i went to this techno concert like a long time ago it was a vici and i'm like oh, that's... oh my god and like i don't want to be that <laughs> no, like, pretentious no. dick because i know i can be and it takes everything in me to not be but i'm like it just pains me sometimes but i guess you got to start somewhere i'm also pretty okay with most of it like staying inaccessible to like everybody yeah it like to the flock yeah it's like when you see something gain a fandom to the point where it's just like not even fun anymore mm-hmm I don't know. I just like you're such a hipster. <laughs> I know. <I'm> just <laughs> I know. Ouch. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm a hipster. It's yeah. it's okay. Like I belong in Logan Square, or Wicker Park. Right, right, right. But I live in. Regan. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think I too. the other night on Tuesday, I went to Sango by myself and was just drinking craft beer and wearing a beanie. And I'm like, yep, this is it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh Did God. no one else end up going? No, like I got there earlier than my friends. But oh, it was oh, like, okay. I'm like, this is. Yeah, pretty self-aware yeah, pretty moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, wait. Can we talk about something? Because I just feel like y- you guys might know. What is that Sango like beat? That's like boom, cha, cha, boom, or it's like oh, the, boom, cha, cha, the, like the chicken like funk thing. Yeah, it's exactly. like a Brazilian loop. It's like some style. I don't know exactly. It's what a it's called. funk. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because it's like. It's, I love it. It's so it's good. great. It's so good. Yeah. And I've yeah. heard it used like some of the people at the reset concert. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chromo was doing some. He had some something like something. that. But I just I don't know. I like to define that kind of thing. So yeah, it's like so. A, I found that loop in a sample pack, but mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was on my old computer or like if it's buried somewhere on my current one, mm-hmm. and I just will never see it again. So mm-hmm. I have no idea. Literally just Google Ballet Funk. Yeah, drum loop. You just go on like free sounds. There's got to be a million. I'm sure it's there. Yeah. It's is he good... Brazilian Sango? Or I think he has some sort of Brazilian. Root. He was like, it was interesting because Cam is from Detroit, and we were at the show, uh-huh. and Sango was wearing a Detroit hat, but he like lives in Seattle and like used to live on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and like identifies super hard with Brazil. So we just like 
We're not really sure. Just ambiguous. Okay. Yeah. He's like the rock. Like I'm pretty sure rock. he's got some Brazilian like yeah. culture or heritage <laughs> in his family or something. So like, yeah, it seems like strange that you would just pluck it and not have some, some sort, sort of, of tie. Yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah. don't think it's just like some sort of appropriation thing. I think you just no. like. I think it's. Definitely... Yeah, I'm not trying to call out <laughs> Sango right now. <laughs> Sango canceled because yeah. he's sick. I mean, we love Sango. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So did like Harry and those guys show up and like, yeah, it was silly. Harry knows him. So he just like got oh, right. backstage and was hanging out with him the whole time. Like, and like DJ Cam and I were just like, all right, we're going to chill out here. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Sip our IPAs with our beanies on. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. No complaints. That's cool. So going back to work, you guys both produce, you work together. Like, do you guys do collabs? I don't know if I've heard an ellipsis. Yeah. We started we one. Have one. We have one. A that solid one. I need to finish. Um, the it's interesting. Like when when we're at work, especially when we're on like lunch break and stuff. Um, so if I have an idea that I'm like kind of fifty fifty, I don't know, I'll be like, "Yo, Jake, I'll toss in my headphones and be like, this is good or is it ass? Like, should I just scrap it or whatever?'" There's so, a lot of that. Both there's ways. a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. So I mean, we do have one collab. Um, but it's more of just kind of gauges of shit that we're crunching on our <laughs> tiny lunch break is good or not. So, yeah. And well, just just to like uh, finish this whole work concept for sure. What is the job? We're basically boomer uh, tech support. We're, yeah. We baby we like babysit boomers and teach them <laughs> how to use Google Chrome. Our good friend uh, Eric called it Boomer Nine One One, and it's kind of resonated ever since. It's literally like old people especially like it's a construction software so like old people get forced into using this software and really don't want to use it and call us to like help them use it okay and yeah and so and it's a payment thing too so i mean it's like people have like 65 million dollar contracts in our software and they get paid through it so if they don't get their five hundred thousand dollars for this month they call us super upset even though we didn't do anything it's, we have nothing to do with it at all right yeah, you just sit there and take it. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. How it, does that feel? You're just like, ah, oh, okay. terrible. It's how <laughs> how good are you at taking shit though? Just like in real life, like, dude, do you from, want this to be the rest of the podcast? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of do. Like, it made me like, it didn't. So like, I'm, I was kind of a pushover before I like started working. It hardened you, right? And um, it ruined my like hope for humanity. I'm not so. I'm not really. I'm not an. It didn't make me an asshole, but now if like someone's being a just a prick on the phone to me, I can retort back and be like, "I'm." I kind of got like a shield now. Mm. You know? I could just hit him back. That's good. Yeah, that's a good. Got thing. a backbone and a spine now. It's nice. That's cool. Yeah, My girlfriend works somewhat of a tech support job, and she's uh, she doesn't put up with no bullshit anymore. Hell yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the way right. to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally have to, especially like because we work for a big corporation so there's like you could say just as much bullshit on the inside as on the outside mm-hmm. so like for me i've just become like very anti-corporation anti-capitalism in a lot of degrees and it's just like not like i feel like just an ant with like <laughs> <laughs> pretty much well, when you work in like a big building don't you work in the aeon building or something right next to it we work in yeah. prudential like the right vagina off. building that's right. It's sandwiched in between the building. AN and the vagina building, so it's like right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. Chicago people will know. Yeah. What the oh, vagina yeah. Building. <laughs> it doesn't really look like a vagina. That, that was like the, yeah. the concept, though, because I think it was one of the first female architects in Chicago. Like, she was like, oh, wait, really? 
Yeah, I, like I, I could be thing? I could be totally fucking wrong, but I know for a fact there's a woman who designed it, and she's like, uh, I mean, all these skyscrapers see. look like massive giant songs, penises. So yeah. let's you know make some for the ladies, and they did. Huh? Huh? That could be a total <laughs> urban legend, but I don't know. Sorry. We might have to do some fact checking. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's play a song. Hell yeah! Let's, do you uh, prefer any of these specifically? Oh, um, let's see. Which one did I send you? Okay. Um, do you, I think the one. What <laughs> okay. Yeah, this one's <laughs> oh, hard. Dude. Oh, that one is. I just self-mastered that, and I was because we were at. We, I was at work and at a gig, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta master this really quick." I literally just tossed uh-huh. like a multiplayer <laughs> on and just cranked the fuck out. We can play this one. Actually, sounds good. This one. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. this bad boy a few days ago really yeah i don't think i can announce the label but it's fucking it's pretty big so i'm stoked first of all what do we call that like what are we talking genre wise um that's drum and bass obviously there's like a little subsection of drum and bass it's called foghorn is literally foghorn yes yeah, so that like that like so that massive like swell that you kind of get in the middle right after that like white noise thing that's like so the whole entire genre is like really heavy bass fast drums and then a super reverbed um foghorn kind of sound like that like yeah background it okay. makes a lot of sense live um sometimes it can be a little flat when you're just listening in um earplugs but like the whole the whole entire point of what i see is like i kind of want to create this massive fucking um just atmosphere for this Mm -hmm. um with just like a really heavy kind of bass line and when you when you hear it live like oh yeah you kind of kicks in your fight or flight response and it's that's kind of what i was going for (laughs) dude yeah it's like oh there's a siren yeah straight up yeah yeah, my, a lot of the, the stuff I'm kind of leaning towards is that um, I'll get into it a little bit later, but yeah, it's kind of like very in your face. And that bass is almost like kind of narrowy sounding, or like I don't, like you know. The, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a hard way to describe it. Like, what do you? Is that a serum some situation? That that whole entire patch was a fucking accident. Which um, I what I basically did was so I used massive for ninety percent of my basses. So mm. what I ended up doing is a really simple waveform. Uh, I think it was literally I think it's a a triangle, and. What I did, I put a scream filter and um, a frequency shifter on it. Mm-hmm. And so what I did, I just had one LFO and I just made a very bizarre kind of um, shape with it. Mm-hmm. And I put that on the um, the, sh- or the um, 
cut off of the filter and the, the frequency shifter. Mm-hmm. And I just pretty much what I did was I recorded for like I don't know five minutes or something, and it was literally me just twisting. That, oh, those and they knobs. sampled that. Yeah, so that's a, what a lot of the bases I make now is kind of um, me fucking around um, in massive or whatever. I record for a super long time, and then I come back to that audio file mm-hmm. and just listen and see what kind of sounds cool. What can I chop up? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot. It just makes a lot more sense for me. Um, just I guess the way that I produce, uh, like brain-wise, it just makes a lot more sense and it's, like not very CPU intensive because you already mm-hmm. did all this shit. So are kinda, you like a puzzle piece kind of producer? Like you get a bunch of pieces and kind of collage it? Oh, a hundred percent. I I usually go in with an idea, but I always have a million ideas and none of them. Most of the time, none of them work together. So it's I just have uh, I have a massive folder uh, that's broken down into like drum loops, uh, like intros, vocal chops, a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. Where <clears throat> if I'm working on a track, it doesn't work on that specific track. I'll bounce it into that folder, mm-hmm. and then let's say eight months later, I need a vocal, and I already have this perfect, um, ar- perfectly arranged yeah. four minute vocal track that I could just slap on there, and it's perfect. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. I wish i did that i wish i was more organized <laughs> jake do you have anything to say uh yeah i mean just i've done something similar i mean if you've both listened to my music it's pretty like wonky and bizarre mm-hmm. and i spend a lot of time just making terrible noises on my computer <laughs> and like i definitely can echo a lot of max's sentiment with like the ongoing sample pack you make yourself the whole time mm-hmm. you're doing stuff and like yeah like i'm at the point now where like i'll start like drawing a kick and a snare when I want to start something new and then I'll just like type in freeze on Ableton and just like scroll and find something weird and just like go from there. What do you mean freeze like? So if you search freeze in Ableton, it'll pull up everything you've ever like flattened audio. Oh. And it'll like show like all of the bizarre shit you may or may not have used that like you kept working with. Yeah. I wonder is that like if you just collect all and save or like it's just No, so like if you freeze a track and flatten it, mm-hmm. like if it's MIDI or something, Ableton will save that, mm. and you can just like dig it up. Really, I didn't know that. Interesting. Huh. You Ableton. That's well, sounds really too. nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> Jake's like, um, yeah. I'll redact that. Like. I'll, I'll show you after or whatever. So okay, interesting. I also had a question about the chords. They sound. I always hear this like chord progression. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, very simple. Those are literally just minor chords, and I think um, I'm not a music theory expert at all. But um, me neither. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but the I know it's literally just minor chords. But I have two oscillators playing, so um, one of them I pitch up like a fifth or something, and it's so uh, you can, you kind of get this really subtle but really impactful harmonic on each chord because you've got MIDI of three, obviously notes playing it that has two harmonics in each so it kind of widens everything up mm-hmm. makes it sound a little more full. okay gotcha That's i cool. was just gonna say i thought it was really interesting how similar that sounded to the thing i sent like to ours oh and, yeah i like, know most of it like with like the chords and stuff was the chords i just sent you and you just like drew them differently but like, yeah. the sound is still the same so yeah, just, like, that must be like something you know like it's just like intrinsic like you know how to make that sound yeah, if i hear if i hear cool, that yeah. like that specific chord like you can hear that i use that in like every single song you should probably switch it up in there no <laughs> no, no I, I like it, it like, no, that was a really cool like consistency thing that i noticed with you was, yeah i liked it a lot dude uh, this is a totally random thing but it has to do with chords 
every time I watch a YouTube video, I get this ad that's like, you know, if you're like me and you don't know, know anything about I chords, that. I know that exact fucking commercial. This is great for you. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, you're selling this to people who like, because you're never gonna learn. Like, no, or, exactly. well, you might learn like that, but I don't know. I just like, whenever I see it, I'm like, oh my god, okay, I don't care. I about well, yeah, this. You, you, I mean, you can download like MIDI packs of just like famous chord progressions or any chord progressions, anything yeah. that's a MIDI. So. Um, that's actually kind of interesting if you download some of those and you can kind of <laughs> mess with them or whatever. Right. And you kind of understand what works and like why pop music is popular sure. and like why that certain chord progression just slap. Um, and it's a good basis. I saw there's some yeah. plugin that literally like picks the chords for you, picks the key they're in, picks the progression they move in. And mm-hmm. it's literally like you don't even draw any of it. You just like put all of these like things into a plugin and then it does it for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that defeats the whole point of music. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder in like a hundred yeah, I mean, years, like, are people even going to know music theory and why shit works? Are just going to have AI robots writing crazy, crazy bangers? I mean, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily, like, a problem. Like, however oh, you no. get to that point. Like, if if what you're trying to do is get what's in your head onto the screen, mm-hmm. and that's how you do it, I think that's fine. But it's just, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, me not knowing really that much theory and just playing on the piano and finding specific chords that I like right. that it's just more like it's more me and when right, i'm exactly. when i'm making music i want it to sound like me i don't want it yeah. to sound like oh this is your stereotypical track that i'm going to sell for this purpose mm-hmm. but that's just me so yeah. i i don't really have any judgment about like either do i to be honest like i'm that. just one of those people it's like the more music that's out there the better like doesn't really you don't have to be a fucking trained musician or anything like that if you have a laptop and you have a good idea and mm-hmm. you want to express yourself do it like yeah. i don't care if you watch that youtube ad and spend 75 dollars right yeah on a, on a midi chord pack that's kind of on you but like, i'll probably make fun of you for it but at the same time good for you like you're making yeah. music that's all that matters i feel like it's just totally targeting the people that like want to jumpstart their like music making career oh, right. really fast and then it's just like yeah oh, i don't know I feel youtube like... is such a like predatory ground for like oh, yeah. all that stuff because it's like steven 90 yeah. of people that are on youtube are like very new or like that still have that rudimentary understanding of producing and that's where like something i realized even like the last time i was here to talk to you like I started breaking the rules that became ingrained in me when I was just watching tutorials and like I feel more confident in my own music than I've ever felt before because I like don't use limiters sometimes or like mm. break some of those rules like I'll let my bass get really muddy and like layer stuff or whatever like mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff that like you were told to do and if you don't do that you like find all sorts of new stuff you can do right yeah i mean it's really about experimenting and like those shortcuts it's like it's just the type of thing where like i want to be able to like make music with anyone and Mm -hmm. i feel like if i were to box myself in with those specific techniques that if i sat in a session with someone i'd be like um well wait we have to do it like this you know it's like i don't know how to do it otherwise yeah exactly i just feel like that's like the thing is when you're making a song too it's like you gotta think like oh what does this song need? How am I gonna like achieve that? It's never, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a balancing act and like an adding. Yeah, and then process. And you 
always well at least what i do is i always end up going way too far and i'm like oh okay well yeah then it sounds over complicated i take out the stuff that i just added and i'm like oh this is actually good i completely agree i just i don't know i don't i guess i do kind of have a problem with it like i feel like if <laughs> i was new and i was getting targeted for all those ads i would probably be like oh this could be a good idea mm-hmm. but like i would really hope that someone wiser would tell me like hey no man like you should just do your own thing like just mm-hmm. put the time in and like practice and like just try new stuff and you're gonna figure out something that works for you, you right know? yeah i mean like with anything if you're like if you want it to be like your career you're not gonna like find a shortcut mm-hmm. unless you like are best friends with flume or whatever like you're not gonna right. like there's no shortcuts to running the marathon you nah, just gotta like all. put in the work and do yeah, it you just gotta think of kind of like what what's the purpose of the music that i'm writing and if it's if you just want to write some stupid youtube outro music and you download a midi chord pack go ahead yeah that's fine um yeah but if you want to have like i think if you want to have at least some sort of artist integrity or whatever that means to you um, yeah right. then you you're, you're gonna figure it out on your own and that's how you kind of find your own niche in your own sound yeah and it's also like it's so ongoing i know i'm sounding like kind of preachy but like mm-hmm. dude you do it for like five years and then after that you're like oh wait we can do it a completely different way there's like mm-hmm. just so many it's really ongoing and i think you could make it like a process that yeah. is ever changing for like however yeah. long you're in it you i'm know? also gonna get preachy but kind of like the whole entire thing of like electronic music is it's you can make any sound you want like there's just so many possibilities yeah. you're not limited to just a guitar a, um a drum kit and a flute like electronic music has such a vast um net of what you can do with it so it's like well why would you want to stick just to what everyone else does yeah totally totally with that i want to move on to another track play some bangers yeah play some bangers bro is that word too much no it's okay it's totally fine. don't british people call sausages bangers i think they do i don't know like bangers know. and mash yeah i don't know how much of a meme that is but like maybe <laughs> i saw it on arrested development i probably should yeah, actually quote that, that show but <laughs> The show's never lied to me. or dj nada was saying like looks like everyone's making drum and bass these days like here's my attempt at liquid or something i don't know I he's, been, he's been making dnb for as long as i've known him really yeah he's got crazy shit he just dude where is shout out shit? nada by the way yeah <laughs> dude last time he was here he showed me this track that i was like bro like <laughs> put this out you need to put this out we're, we're working on it he and i have been talking and i'm trying to help him get to that point with this stuff good because some of it like that I, dude honestly like all of it that i heard was, i was like the ideas are fucking great yeah it's just yeah around just well done yeah totally Every day. Every day. 
Also, just like the nicest person. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Every time he sees me, I'm just. He's like, a great dancer too. I didn't realize that. Oh, dude. He's actually he's going on he's going to LA to audition to be a dancer for EDC. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Oh, hell yeah. He like is probably gonna get it. <laughs> In the podcast we did together, we talked a lot about dancing because I was just like oh, picking his brain yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. he's killer. Yeah, dude, I said the whitest thing to Mohawk Johnson. I was just like, dude, <laughs> you guys are such good dancers. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, I wish I could dance like you guys. And then I was like, that was so white. The I only can't. thing you could have done or said to make it whiter was right after that, be like, hey, do you want to go talk about it on my podcast? Yeah, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Offer my IPA. Fuck, I missed an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Reminds me of like a Netsky fucking. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Can we talk about liquid? What? I love what? What? I'm always like talking about genres on here, and I'm like, let's define uh, <laughs> liquid. Just because electronic music, it's like, just. To, to someone who listens to pop music, it just, there's so many genres. It's like right. metal in that sense. Yeah, it's like we're talking but about even techno more. and Avicii. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The rest of this podcast is going to be painting you into a box, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. So Liquid is just kind of that like deep subby kind of, and then it's just like rolling. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I would say it's progressive, very like uplifting kind of. I would, it's not, it doesn't even have to be uplifting, but you know, it kind of sounds like Deep House- on with drum and bass shit mm. underneath. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like relaxing, um, you know, smoking a blunt or going on a drive, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been we've been cooking along here for a little bit. My computer says I have thirty minutes left of space. So like, I don't. <laughs> I guess I gotta clear some space. We just gotta talk super fast. Yeah. But yeah, we just like speed up the whole podcast <laughs> for no reason. Put it like three times speed. Let's listen to another song. Okay. And then can we, we can talk about this that? as a flak file, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Wave only, man. Um, which one did I play? I played hip hop. Let's play. Let's play this one. Another one of those very loud in your face ones.
it kind of sounds like machinery. It's like, you know, I've like, I dove into Quix's music a lot for obvious reasons a couple months ago. And like, there's a song he did that's like a trappy version of like this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it sounds insane live. So like, I definitely like can hear what you're doing. Right. Yeah. You can kind (laughs) of. Like I said, like if you're listening to your Apple earbuds on the way to work or something, or something, <laughs> but if you if you hear it in like the full context, you're like, all right, that's cool. Especially given how ADD like other bangers are these days. <laughs> right. Man. No, I, I like this a lot. Thank you. I saw this thing that was like listening to music at like uh, drum and bass BPM like makes you or can make you more productive because yeah. it's like high yeah. pace. Right. I I mean like. If you drink coffee and listen to drum and bass at the same time, you might have a heart attack. Yeah, okay, you're like, like I gotta uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> Finding like the right artifacts to put on top of the sub is like the most satisfying feeling I ever. Oh God, I know. It's, and it's, like, it's literally just like, you turn the wave table just like a hair and then it's just massive shit and you're like okay it's cool to get the deepness no it's to more like make it like unique at least like for what i do but like go ahead. right yeah same with me like so that that one <clears throat> that one's actually it's like a triangle instead of a, just a pure sub and i forgot what i did but i was just that, like the sub bass part wasn't supposed to be the sub bass i was making another sound and i put like a low pass on it and it just had this there's this really small like tone in there that you can kind of hear on top of like the actual sub chunky part, and it just brings the whole thing to life. So, really? Yeah, it's super subtle, but once you hear it, you're like, oh shit. I've heard a lot of people using triangle waves for subs, and then like distorting it and kind of like squaring it a bit. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. The so in the first song that I played, when you asked about like the white noise, it's literally a triangle with white noise and just a fuck ton of distortion. Super simple, but. Mm-hmm. And compression and whatnot, or like just yeah, I just you just squash it. And then, yeah. Huh? I've always wondered how to get that sound. Maybe you can, maybe you can teach me. Got you. Yo, we're gonna make an <laughs> online tutorial. I mean, that's not really what this show's about. Like that tutorial sound design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I only went to school for uh, sound design production, but I, I need a little bit more, dude. It, at the at school, they like they were like, "This is how you use a microphone." I'm like, boring. Yeah. Like, Jake was telling me a story about he took like an audio production class and he, he like downloaded oh, yeah. Ableton the summer before and like kind of learned stuff on his own before he went in. So he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he was gonna like uh, you, you probably told him. <laughs> no, yes, Max is right. So like I, I, I minored in music at IU in Indiana, mm-hmm. um, and I got excited about this audio production class that I was taking in the fall. So I like went on YouTube and just like put myself through like tutorial hell all summer. Yeah, and got pretty solid with like fundamentals in Ableton and then uh, got to the class and they're like, all right, we're going to use reason. I was like, Ugh, okay, well <laughs> it's like, it translates kind of the same. It's, it's obviously a different software. Um, but for, there were four projects in the class and the first three, he wanted us to turn in the reason file. But for the fourth one, he wanted us to just turn in the wave of a finished track. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to switch back over to Ableton real quick <laughs> yeah. and just, make a banger and turn that in did they find out i mean there's no, no way. they had no idea no way. <laughs> I, I aced the shit out of that class it was insane <laughs> that's great i remember we used pro tools and i was like i, I don't know about <laughs> <How> this, this? <laughs> yeah pro tools is very it's, I, the, it's the dad daw 
It is, yeah. <laughs> Dude. I, like, I film, or I'm not in film, but I like scored films and Pro Tools instead of actually using it for production. You really? Yeah. I mean, Pro Tools is good for things, for recording and whatnot. Yeah, and um, confusing the fuck out of me, but yeah. that's besides the point. But I just remember in, in class, I like everything I did was just, it had like an electronic edge. And I swear all my teachers were like, well, I mean, you did fulfill the requirements, right. but like, we can't okay, penalize you because yeah. you did it, but also like, you what, the fuck is is this? <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this? Uh, all right. Um, should we do the last track and then kind of wrap this boyo up? Yeah. I'm You're it. driving, dude. I'm just here to plug <laughs> you guys. We're going off a cliff. Hell yeah. This last track, uh, you know one of the collab I was telling you about today, where I sent this guy stems. Uh, shout out Formula, that's his name. He's a he's British dude that I'm like obsessed yeah, with. His yeah, music. you told me about this. He's a he's a fucking legend, and uh, I like sent him stems like six months ago, and we, I forgot about it. And he just sent me this <laughs> out of the blue. He's like, hey, here's the the whip I made. Like, and it sounds fucking fat as hell. So I'm excited to work on it. It's like, right, let's go. Yeah. So this is this is a whip. This is a whip. Yeah. The idea is there. I'm just gotta fill it out a little more. London tower blocks into fortresses. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so raunchy. It's very raw, yeah, it's very raunchy. I think, uh, yeah, the the idea is super there. I want to, like, give it a lot more variation and stuff, but... I like how dry that horn is. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's just, like... Well, the, yeah, the whole... I love this kind of genre, because you can go, like... The tracks I was playing earlier, super big, like room sounding kind of stuff. And you just, if you strip it back, make everything super dry. Yeah. Sounds just as good. Yeah. And like having one that is super wet and then like another one that's right. really if you're in DJing your face. And you contrast yeah. it to, you're like, whoa. This is kind of like, I don't know if you listen to drum and bass, it's a little more jungly, but it has like less in a jungle. It's just like. What is the difference between jungle and drum and bass? Here we go, another fucking Jerry <laughs> question. <laughs> um, uh, it's weird. So, even smaller. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so it's go. like a. I mean, drum and bass like a fucking institution, and there, it's kind of like when you say there's house music, you have like bass house, you have all these different subgenres. So I guess drum and bass is a big genre. Jungle is one of them. The Foghorny roller kind of stuff is one. Jungle is more like old school raga reggae kind of vibes with really heavily sampled drums and just kind of simple sine wave stuff gotcha. it's it, it feels like a lot of these genres are just kind of like an intuitive sense that it's like oh that kind of yeah. sounds there's like jungle no, there's no yeah there's no fine line there shouldn't be a fine line it sounds like you're like running a, away from a jaguar yeah exactly. that's jungle <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no, big fog horns the, the elephant that's chasing you yeah yeah you. it sounds like an elephant yeah. okay well we've uh we've been potting for a minute now and that's the proper verb it feels like it's been like 10 minutes you know better than us though i don't i mean my computer's like we don't have much time <laughs> <laughs> so apparently i need to make some space let's see yeah, if, you, if you delete all the the hentai folders i see over there if you just <laughs> yeah no it. i need those no yeah, that's your, that's no, those are important 
um, plugins. <laughs> all my plugins. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need yeah. Bye bye. Just uh, if you delete um, system thirty two, you can have one plugin as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> you can have sausage fattener as a treat. If you guys could only use Ableton stock, but then you had one other plugin, what would it be? And this is like a huge Ableton or, shout out because okay, like let's Max say is NFL. So this is your podcast. Well, it depends. Ooh. So I didn't know that. We All right. Go so over when we say uh, VST, so I mean, are we talking like an effect? Are we talking like a synthesizer? What are we feeling? Okay, so you can have oh, one one instrument and one okay effect. I'm gonna say, um, I want take massive. And I'm uh, Fab Filter Saturn, which is like a multi-band distortion that I just started using. Oh my god, it's the coolest shit ever. So you can split distortion into three bands and limit it and shit. It's cool. It's awesome. It's dope. It's kind of like trash almost, yeah, but less yeah. trashy. Yeah, literally, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Are you asking me too? Or yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're uh, going <laughs> um, I think the only ones I have actually are Serum and Pro-L. <laughs> Damn. Really? So you're yeah, like you're a just, very in the box. I'm already pretty stock. Yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm, I'm a stock boy. Yeah. I put way too much money in effects I don't even use, and you just got two. <laughs> Dude, no, <laughs> me too. It's <laughs> well, it's, you guys are in Ableton. That's uh, fair enough. So you like, guys have Operator. Sorry to interrupt. No, I good. love but, Operator. Oh my god, if I had Operator, game fucking over. Ableton it's, also it's has great. a wavetable now, so like I don't even use Serum that much anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like if I were to choose an instrument i just got this mellotron that's really nice. cool it's like an arturia thing oh i've heard of that Sick. okay yeah it's pretty cool um and then i really like the valhalla oh the reverb reverb yeah i have been looking into those and like i think i have trash and a couple other like isotope plugins and i have other shit i just never use it i don't even know if it's installed <laughs> dude that's the thing i was like talking about it's like all this like all these companies are like fishing for new producers to like give them right. money for shit that they don't need yeah oh well and like some some plugins are definitely worth it like from what i've seen you can do insane shit with trash mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah i've heard trash i also just like enjoy learning different tricks with the tools i already have yeah and same. like i also use max for live which is like basically plugins but they're for ableton right yeah so like the convolution reverb is one that i use all the time um there's different instruments like the art the reverb machine stuff is just like more organic sounding instruments than like what ableton comes with so like stuff like that i have yeah mm-hmm. i mean that makes sense because it's i i feel like we always talk about ableton on this podcast <laughs> but it really just like it's pretty it's great amazing yeah. it's like the thing about it is that there's very small building blocks and you can make a chain of effects that oh, it, the it might not processing is like you should see some of the projects I have. They're they upset me sometimes. With like the amount of just like some of the like processing chains, like I don't even remember why I did what I did. Uh-huh. And it's just like you scroll for like fifteen seconds to get to the end of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Are we talking like master chains? Or are we talking just No, like just track? like random sounds. Oh yeah. Like bleep bloop stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Max and I have actually talked about this because like we always like joke like, oh Max, you need to get an Ableton. But, like, we also, like, have respect for, like, each other and, like, our ability to use our respective DAWs. Like, mm-hmm. he, he does incredible shit in FL, and it's, like, the whole, like, DAW war. Like, I don't think, <laughs> even, if you, like, was, even if you, like, got Ableton and, like, committed to it, I think you, like, are comfortable in FL and, like, like we're collabing on a track. I trust right. that you're going to, like, deliver something very good. 
I think it's the tools that <laughs> yeah, you there's know how no to use. like <laughs> there's no like prejudice or judgment. Nah. Yeah, you're based not, on like your inherently like, like, oh. producer or whatever. Like, it's literally just like most of the what about garage band? Like if someone's like, "Yo, dude, I use garage." We're gonna have to talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know what the fuck making garage band. I think uh, the master ceiling on garage band is like significantly quieter. Yeah, than really. Like every actual, other, like actual DAW. I haven't opened garage band in 15 years, but I I made a yeah. mashup of <laughs> London Bridge by Fergie and Blackbirds by Mr. Carmack and. Every time I go home and play somewhere, that's all people want to hear. And I'm like, I did you make that in GarageBand? Yeah. Oh my fucking god, that's so funny. <laughs> and it was just like a meme. Like I just wanted to prove a point, and like it's that's always how it starts. Yeah. It's just buried on my like side page of stupid shit, and it's upsetting. <laughs> I mean, I recommended someone to use GarageBand the other day, but they're not like a producer, so it's just like, yeah, man, it's no shame. Yeah, no shame. Well, it's kind of cool. You. you just that the idea of a DAW is probably super confusing to a lot of people. So like, oh, cool, there's four channels. You got drums, guitar, yeah, piano, something else. And, and then like um, Audacity, if all you want to do is like do something weird with something you record <laughs> on your phone. Make an MP3. <laughs> yeah, like, I, l- I literally just use it to convert to like Waves MP3s. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, boys. Well, um, any any shout outs? Any, uh, well, first we'll do shout outs. Okay. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to shout out Jerry for... Hey. We've been talking about this for. Like I don't know if I ever got a shout out. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me back. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a good time. We have, uh, yeah, we've been talking about doing this for God knows how long. I know it's in all of them, so it's just really been a minute. I, I took a long break from the pod, but we're back. Good. Yeah, good. it's very good. Great Thanks. content. Thank you. Um, there are so many homies to shout out. Yeah, Shout out to you if you've ever listened to Jerry's podcast. Shout out to you if you've ever out with max or like listen to his music keep hell doing yeah. that because he's trying to do this a lot more yeah, yeah hell yeah hell yeah. shout out all the people that has already streamed my shit on spotify because like we're <laughs> we're inching our way slowly but surely quit this soundcloud is approaching its inclement death and yeah, like exactly. it's bad i'm it's hoping so audius bad. will work out have you guys heard that ad that's like we know you hate this ad you know what I'm talking about? No, like, because no. I have pro. But like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but like, don't you still get... I thought it was Go, right? Isn't it? I or? haven't gotten an ad in years on SoundCloud. That's the only reason. I, if I had ads, I would, not, I would not use SoundCloud. I have like the unlimited... I like thought I had pro. Maybe I don't. <laughs> I think I have the unlimited one because I just like uh, have too much shit to upload all the time. Yeah. yeah. I use it as like a Dropbox kind of thing. Do you have unlimited? Yeah. Okay, if you're not paying for unlimited, you're getting ads still. I think that's what it is. That's yeah. fucked. What? I'm paying money, dude. Yeah. What the hell? Like, if you have pro but not unlimited and they're still hitting you with that, that sucks. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Sucks. I like, That's why don't I don't know fucking use a SoundCloud anyway. So the switch is to Spotify. And stuff. Yeah. I think Spotify is continuing to move it over. I I really want to believe in Audius. I I haven't looked into it enough. But like it's not like I had a Kanye remix on my computer that I made in like a couple days and it was nice to just put that out and like not care and like mm-hmm. see it like get heard by like 30 people yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like that's what I miss about SoundCloud is it was yeah. just like there were people that none of us have ever heard of and haven't heard of since that were just like dropping shit that would get millions of plays yeah exactly yeah and it's like that wild west of the music industry getting shut down as hard as it did is just like so heartbreaking sucks so bad yeah well band camp 
Bandcamp no, band <laughs> is fucking sick. I love Bandcamp band is cool. If yeah, we can yeah. talk shit about Bandcamp, I'm going to leave. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, so, not, I'm not. I'm just camp. saying that's like your other option. Yeah. <laughs> Except true. it's yeah. not like a. You can't really like flat. stream from it unless, like, yeah. I don't think there's a Bandcamp app, app that you can get. There it's, is, actually. I just don't really? think you. I don't know if you can stream Does on it. Does it have a feed? Is that like. I don't think so. I don't know if I've opened it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll find something. Um, Bandcamp, please save the day. I'm praying. That'd be cool. Because there's already so much cool stuff that continues to get put on there. And, like, I think it's just, like, understood for the most part that, like, copyright stuff is not really something people do on there. Mm-hmm. Not nearly to the extent where it's, like, SoundCloud, you're just going to, like, drop a meme. And, like, that's Then you that's ban it. hammers. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, sorry, your account's deleted. The yeah. seven years of tracks that you had up there is just all gone. Yeah. Warner Brothers would like a word with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a back room. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Just burst through the door. Yeah. Here we are. Um well here we are. And uh are there any any shows that you guys are playing or anything coming up that you'd like to shout out? Any reset shows? Any you're going to, to see a show? <laughs> what's up? You want me to leak something? Is that what's happening? Uh, you don't have to leak nothing. Okay, because we still have some planning to do. I'll DM you about it after, but I have nothing to share on the reset front publicly right now. Okay. But Same with me. Yeah, I, I have. It kind of sucks. I have a bunch of shit that I want to say, but I legally don't think I can. Which is including well, our. That's our cool. Our collab, though. Actually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love when you're just like held back from things legally. That means that you're doing something Listen, right. That's so badass that I can it's say that. Hard, but we're that's pretty like, fucking we can't hard. Talk about something. Well, legally. Yeah. I it's should clear with the it. big boys that did it first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh probably say this. I think I think I'm playing Electric Forest again. I'm ninety percent sure. Are you? Yeah. I think we a couple friends are talking about going and like if that would be the nuts. bus. Yeah. Carl's fucking all right. Shout out Carl. <laughs> yeah, shout out Carl a fucking bus. bus. Yeah. Waxcraft <laughs> fly away. Hell yeah. We're about to fucking Just carjack you, bus. dude. Yeah, so down. <laughs> well, we should invite him. Right? We'll see. Just, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> you like have to drive by his house and be like, yo, bees. He can, he can be DD for the bus. <laughs> oh, I'd be down for the bus to How Electric Forest. That would be, be so Carl. Yeah. That'd be so sick. We would get him in the last second. Just like, yeah, you should come. Yeah. And you, listen. He needs you to can, install a bathroom on the bus and then we can go. Right. We'll just, Does he have a bus? His, his girlfriend, Abby, like bought a bus and they're like, they are. What? They either like already we bought a bus, it or like yeah, they're gonna redo it, and like they're making it this like adventure bus, and it yeah. looks sick. God, I want to like like do that so like bad. a school I like, bus. I think so. Yeah. Or like some sort of. Yeah, it's bus. like a school bus. Abby showed is me it like picture. a short bus or is it no, a it's long a, bus. It's, it's, it's a serious. full bus. It is a full Big. stereotypical school bus, like the yellow and everything. Does it have like the stop sign that comes out? I don't out? know, but you should. They should get like some really cool shit. I don't know if you could like legally do that as a non-bus driver. Impersonating a bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> you have way too much power with this thing to stop traffic. Can you imagine like you're gridlocked on like Michigan Avenue and you just, just whip a stop sign out of the left side of your bus <laughs> with oh those God. flashing lights? It's it's like, fucking hilarious. What is happening? <laughs> All right, well that's uh, that's it. We're just gonna we're gonna cut it off. Um, Sounds good. We'll Shoot. see you guys later. Thanks hey, again, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. Of good course. Time. Peace.